0: Welcome back to the awkward, the weird and the rad. Today's episode, we're going to continue with our exploring emotion series. And we're going to talk about the emotion of sadness. So well, I said that in quite a happy voice. Sadness. No, sadness is not a fun emotion. But it is an emotion that every single person experiences. So maybe we could start by defining sadness. So let's, let's look at the Wikipedia definition for sadness. So it is an emotional pain associated with or characterised by feelings of disadvantage, loss, despair grief, helplessness, disappointment and sorrow um, and there's many more but I don't want to list every single <laughs> feeling associated with sadness and it says an individual experiencing sadness may become quiet or lethargic and withdraw themselves from others. Obviously there's severe sadness um, and there's more minor sadness or kind of like short bouts of sadness and then longer periods of sadness which is all just obvious stuff that you guys know if you're listening to this but you know just thought I'd explore what the definition means first. So um, I think sadness, we definitely do, in society we have this message that sadness is bad, you know, sadness should be avoided, sadness is a bad emotion, it's negative, you're a negative person if you're sad all the time, and that's problematic, not just because everyone experiences sadness, but also because people with depression, um, whether clinical or situational they're experiencing sadness every single minute of every single day in some form or other or as opposed to sadness I guess numbness so I mean I've never experienced depression myself but but the people I know and the family I know that are clinically depressed would probably describe it more as a numbness than a sadness because it's more like you don't feel anything than you feel really upset and sad but it can also obviously this numbness kind of coexists with sadness so yeah uh it definitely links to depression but I'm I've never experienced clinical depression um, myself, so I'm going to talk about just regular sadness that we all experience. Um, so for me, yeah, like I said, people do kind of associate it as being something really negative. And I think that like, obviously it's gonna be a bit of a negative emotion because it, it, it's not a fun way to feel. Like, I always think that if we didn't experience sadness, then we wouldn't really be able to cherish the good times in life because we would have nothing to compare it against. And also, I think sadness, as controversial as this is, and I don't agree with the quote that says everything happens for a reason, because I really don't think everything does happen for a reason. I think that's just something people try and say to make others feel better when really crappy things happen for no reason. So I don't agree with that quote at all. But I do think that you can um, learn from Uh, events and experiences that make you sad or evoke sadness in you so I think that sadness as an emotion itself you can learn a lot from it and it can actually result in so much personal growth I know that during periods in my life where I've been really sad about like certain things that have happened or just feeling really sad for no reason which is also important because I'm not talking about being depressed I'm not talking about clinical depression I'm just talking about being down and having down days everyone can feel sad for absolutely no reason And that's completely normal. And I think another thing to discuss is feeling overwhelmed for no reason. And that can completely happen too and it can coexist with feeling sad. So I think you can learn a lot from those experiences and emotions. In terms of my experience with sadness, without getting too personal, going into too many details, because there's been so many situations as there has been for every single person listening to this, that's caused me to feel sad. Like that's so normal. But I think one that really stood out for me that I vividly remember as being something that I didn't get over for months was when one of my dogs died. And that sounds like something people who don't have a dog or have never experienced what that's like, they probably just think like, what the hell that's so trivial, you know? But no, it's not. <laughs> Every single thing you get sad about is valid. If you're upset, you're upset for a reason and no one can tell you your feelings are invalid because someone else has it worse, which I think we tend to do a lot with sadness. Um, For example, like I had a good upbringing from a middle-class family. I mean, obviously everyone listening to this has had a pretty good, experience because they've most likely got an iphone (laughs) they're listening to this on itunes you know what i mean so or on soundcloud whatever but you're privileged if you're listening to this podcast so you've probably had it pretty good does that mean that your sadness is invalid hell no like your sadness is completely valid and completely acceptable just because people in other countries for example the kids in syria who are living in war-torn hell they have it like the worst that you can imagine but that doesn't mean that your sadness is invalid just because there are people out there who have it worse than you and I think that's something that we as westerners tend to do a lot like to invalidate people's sadness especially teens and kids growing up it's like oh come on people are dying in Africa or like these things like that and it's like that's not your experience it's really tragic and it, of course you get upset if you think about it every single day like if you literally went home and thought about people dying every single day of course you'll be more sad but that's not productive or healthy and also that is not your reality. Everyone who, everyone experiences a different version of this world. So like, obviously the things, even if they're really minute, that happen in your day-to-day life are gonna be the things that affect you because it's your reality, which is gonna be different for everybody else. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Like everyone's entitled to feel sadness, even if it's about the most trivial thing ever. Moving back onto the topic of when my dog died. So we had three dogs um, and they were my grandma's dogs. But after she got ill, Um, we looked after them basically. And, um, after my grandma died, we took in the dogs and it was just like, I was so close to them. i was grown up with them. Like I was a kid and I grew up with these three dogs and being such an animal lover, they meant so much to me. Like they just, I feel like dogs, anyone who's had dogs, like they literally are your best friend. (laughs) They really are. And, um, one of them died a while back and I was really upset, but, um, I guess I was really distracted. I was busy with other things at the time. And also she was... Um, I, was, I was genuinely really upset, but I wasn't as upset as when um, the other basset hound died because I'm not saying that I preferred that dog, but I guess I felt a closer connection to her. And basically what happened was just really horrible and tragic because she was still really, really young. She died when we were actually on holiday, which was so awful because obviously we had to get back to this awful news and it was just so tragic because like for me, I never got a chance to say goodbye and I just felt absolutely heartbroken. I think heartbreak is an interesting one to talk about because there's been a couple of times where I felt heartbroken and that sadness that has been more prolonged, I think. And this was probably the most like memorable experience of heartbreak for me because I'm still young, ultimately. I'm 20, like, you know? And this was a really, really, like, key moment for me I just was absolutely heartbroken I didn't get over it for months like I remember I was just crying myself to sleep every night and that it really got to me like I was so devastated and I've never felt such loss and such grief even about relatives who've died which is so um, strange to some people like I was really upset when my grandma and my grandpa died and stuff like of course I was but this was a different kind of grief this was something else like this was the worst grief I've ever experienced, which is crazy, but it really was. And I just could not get over it. Like it was something that took me so long to actually come to terms with and get over it. And I remember my mum was even shocked as to how much it got to me and how much it upset me. And I think that was literally one of the most painful things I've ever had to deal with so far in life, because thank God, this is lucky as hell. Not many of my family members have died apart from some grandparents and things. So obviously that was awful and it was sad, but like I've been very blessed that, you know, so far touch wood. Not that many of my family members have died and all my friends or anything. So I haven't had to experience that much grief. Like I haven't had to, like as some people do, experience intense grief at a young age. Like some people who lose parents and things, I can only imagine how awful that must be at any age. But especially when you're growing up and you rely on your parents so much. So absolutely grief's an interesting one. And I don't have that much experience with grief, which is a good thing um, in relation to loss. But yeah, that was probably the most significant experience I've ever had losing people in general, like not necessarily losing them to death, but just losing them um, can be extremely painful and can cause a lot of grief. I think that would probably be another example of when I've been heartbroken is when I've just lost people from my life and whether it's my fault or somebody else's fault, it's been extremely painful. Uh, It just can suck. (laughs) But looking at the more mundane moments of sadness, I think for me, feeling sad often comes... At periods where I haven't got much to look forward to, or I haven't got much going on in my life, um, I remember I went through a really, really down period after I was diagnosed with a bunch of joint disorders and muscle disorders and things like that, and I had to have surgery and I had to quit competitive figure skating, which may not seem like a big deal for some people, but for me it was a really big deal because that was my biggest passion in life. It was all I really cared about at the time, and it was all I'd ever known because I'd done it since I was nine and I'd been competing for so many years and. I guess anyone that does a competitive sport will know that competing really isn't just the be-all and end-all. Like, you are literally, it becomes your life. Like, and I loved it. Two pieces. Like, I wouldn't have changed it for the world. Like, I was getting up every day, going to the ice rink, training, going to school, going to the ice rink again. Like, I just absolutely loved it. And it was literally my biggest passion. And it it just, oh my god, it, was, it literally meant so much to me. And it still does. And when I was just told very suddenly, no, you can't do that anymore, you have to quit because of your, your body and your limitations. I remember how frustrated, I think frustration can actually link to sadness. Um, I felt, and I just felt like so demotivated and upset. And I felt like, oh, this is the one thing that I care about more than anything in the world. And now this has been taken away from me and now I'm sad and I can't do anything about this. And I remember I just felt kind of like at a loss for what to do. I was just like, well, now I don't care about anything. And I had like a really toxic mindset of just prolonged sadness and also, demotivation, and just like i don 't care now, like it was it was very like a toxic view of myself because I was like, well, that's the only thing I actually had that I was passionate about, and this has gone, so I was very black and white about it, and I think that 's what made me more sad is that I was bed bound from surgery, which obviously didn 't help because I couldn 't get up and like be productive and I think unproductivity can really cause a lot of sadness in people. I speak to so many people when you're just either you 're ill and you 're recovering or like you 've had to quit something you 're passionate about because of a limitation or you're just stuck in a rut. That has been the times in my life when I've experienced the most sadness. And I'm still young, like I said, and I'm sure I'm gonna experience a lot more of that. But whether it's a rut with a job, which I'm kind of experiencing right now, like I really love the people I work with. and. My boss is great. Like, my job is actually really fine. There's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. It's it's good. It's just the, the rut, you know, of, like, work, uni, work, uni. And the same for my uni degree. Like, it's not like there's actually a problem with either of those things. It's just, like, it's such... It's this idea of being stuck in a rut and wanting more. So I guess that just kind of I have some nights where I just feel a bit down and I would use the word down because um, I hate using the word depressed. Maybe that's just me being really PC about it. (laughs) But having family that suffer from depression, it really winds me up when people just say depressed so casually. It's something that I used to do as a kid, but it really gets to me. It's like, no, you're not depressed. (laughs) You're down. I don't know. It's just like terminology and language is actually quite important, I think, when it comes to emotions and when it comes to feelings because there's feeling anxious, there's feeling down, and then there's being clinically or situationally depressed or having an anxiety disorder and we really need to stop using these terms so casually but um yeah so I would say like definitely for me biggest periods of I guess like prolonged down days and prolonged periods of sadness or dissatisfaction I think can link into sadness is feeling stuck in a rut. I guess just basic day to day things, which is obviously the same for everybody, like fights with people, fights with family, etc., etc. Feeling upset about something someone said, feeling upset about where you are in your life, feeling dissatisfied with body image, just all these basic things that we experience. Um, Stress out about money can make you feel sad. You know, just there's like a lot of things that can evoke sadness, and it's so relative to everybody. I think another thing that's been really part of my journey with sadness, when my mental health has not been too good, I've been really sad about it and stressed and upset. And feeling like I can't control my mind, I mean like just just normal anxiety things, fun times um that can definitely cause sadness, and the same with loss and grief and all of this stuff, but also, um, I've felt a lot of sadness when it comes to things that I care about, like animal rights, so like whenever I've watched videos about animals suffering, I've experienced so much sadness that I've just not been able to shake, and I've struggled so much to shake it like that has been something that's really got to me. I remember the first time I watched Earthlings. I literally just felt so numb and so sad that I was like, I I don't even know what to do at this point because I need to do something. This is just so awful. I don't know. Like you just you just feel kind of empty when you watch things like that because you're like, this actually goes on in the world. And again, this is a day that's actually quite relevant for me to do this podcast because of the terrorism that's happening in the UK and in Europe right now. And. It just makes me, I mean, I think I feel more angry than sad, to be honest. Like I am getting increasingly more and more angry about it and sick of it. But um, yeah, like I think just, just the state of the world sometimes can just make me think, oh God, like we're either headed for war, we're kind of in a war at the moment, against isis and terrorists like we're pretty much in a war that sort of thing makes me really really sad because i'm just living my daily life and i just stop and i think like oh god this is all so trivial when we're at a war and that that can actually like deteriorate and be like oh my god oh my god this world is so screwed up and then you know you think about all the other things that are going on you're just like when will this all stop this is so awful but i think whenever that happens i just have to remind myself like it's obviously going to be a flawed world we live we're all humans and we're all really really complex people and we all have different Basically, a different genetic makeup and a different brain. So obviously, people are going to be people are going to be more prone to evil, you know. And it's not necessarily always their fault. It's just the way their brain is wired. And um, I think telling myself that gives me a bit of reassurance that like I can't just be sad about every bad thing that happens because bad things are going to happen and you just have to deal with it. I think this idea that sadness is something that should be avoided is really relevant because I remember like just in school like being told to cheer up and just little things like again language is important because for somebody who's clinically depressed being told to cheer up it's just not that simple and again every single emotion is kind of... Every single emotion is kind of accepted apart from sadness and I guess anger and the more negative emotions but I think like you learn a lot from those negative emotions like how are you supposed to grow as a person if your whole life is perfect and you never experience anything bad and also it's unreasonable to cast such a negative light on sadness and on anger and all these negative emotions because they're emotions that everybody feels and experiences and it's inevitable that bad things are going to happen, especially because we we live in such a flawed society. So why do we act so, you know, like, intolerant when it comes to sadness and just tell people to get a grip or just cheer up or come on, stop bringing a downer on the day. And it's like, no, come on. Like, this is one of the most valid emotions ever, especially at the moment. As a kid, I was actually so bad at dealing with friend sadness, like I remember my friends would be upset, and I'd feel so awkward just like hugging them and being like, It's all gonna be okay. I'll be like, Oh god, I hate dealing with this. Like, this is really awkward. Why are they displaying their emotions in public? And it's like, No, like, what the hell? You that was so toxic the way I used to think about it. And the same for myself, like, only in the last few years have I been more comfortable expressing my sadness and my emotions publicly. Like, I never, ever, ever cry in public and anyone I speak to is like yeah I've never seen you cry (laughs) like I'm the sort of person who will let it build up build up build up and then I will just break and cry in like a private area or cry in public and run into a toilet and avoid the situation but um I literally think I've cried in front of two of my friends like (laughs) that and my parents and that's literally and my sister and that's literally it like I just find it uncomfortable for some reason but the other day I was at work and I had had a really overwhelming week basically, and everything was just getting on top of me, um, and I just felt a bit mentally overwhelmed, especially because I'd had no sleep and just everything had kind of got on top of me for no apparent reason. And with my OCD, it really gets triggered by overwhelmingly negative change. So I had a really great start to the week with my friend. She was here visiting me, and I had such a great time, and it was amazing. And it was I was on such a high, and then she left, and I was like oh and she left and I had to go straight to work and that was fine the shift was great I came home I slept but then I had intense like I literally had work 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 the rest of the week and I just couldn't do it like I was so overwhelmed and I found it way too intense and again for someone who doesn't have any sort of mental health disorder it's probably just not a big deal but for someone who does feeling overwhelmed is a really really valid kind of response to any sort of situation and it can cause a lot of sadness and I remember I was just stood there at work and I just felt really overwhelmed, like, and then just sad, just absolutely, mind-numbly sad for no apparent reason. Like, I literally was trying to go about my work as normal and I just felt like absolute crap. Like, I just felt like crying. And I've spoken to so many friends who feel like that sometimes. And I think everything just literally got on top of me. (laughs) And I just wanted to cry, and I've had that before. And that's what happens to me, I won't cry very often and I'll push things off and I, I find, I think I kind of actually kind of find it quite difficult to cry. And then when things get really on top of me to the point where it's overwhelming, then I will literally lose it. And that's what happened that day, I just had to go. So I remember just walking out of work in public in front of all these people and just crying. And everyone's giving me the weirdest looks and I just didn't care at that point. And it's actually healthy. Like before I'd have been so embarrassed and been like, oh my God, you were crying in public. That's so embarrassing, like what the hell? But now I just don't think it's a big deal. And I am getting more comfortable in expressing negative emotions, which is good. I think also sadness for me it was always like a vulnerable thing. That meant I had to really trust somebody, which I think tweaking certainly sent as a good thing. Like I would only cry or like show negative emotion when I wasn't, um, when I was with people I trusted. And that was kind of like my way to let people know that I did trust them anyway. Cause I was like, I don't cry ever. Like I'm crying in front of you. Clearly you're a big deal to me um and yeah yeah for some reason i was always just like ashamed of it but you know what like it's so normal crying is so normal and crying is so freaking healthy crying is honestly pretty much always makes me feel better like i kind of just felt like a wave of calm after crying because and that that makes sense because you're releasing the negativity and the negative emotion like obviously crying is going to make you feel better because it's kind of clearing all the stress and the negativity and you are going to feel calm afterwards so i think yeah, crying can be really beneficial. Anyway, um, now I'm going to share some thoughts from my friend Flo, who was actually in the last podcast on emotion, in uh, talking about anger. And we're going to hear from her about what she thinks about sadness.
1: I think sadness is a really difficult emotion to define because there's such a huge spectrum in which you can find this. You know, you can simply be sad for a few moments or feel a bit blue or, you know, one little thing upsets you or, you know, you can just be having a bad day or there's the you know, the other extreme of the spectrum of depression. And I, I mean, I know that I've suffered with depression in some form. um, And I think that it's quite largely, you know, connoted and and tied together with feeling sad and feeling sad for a really long period of time. Um, And I hate sadness, you know, I hate sadness in that sense. I hate feeling sad for a really long period of time. And I hate, you know, my least favourite thing is when I felt that way, I always... You know, even though I was happy on the exterior and I tried to be happy, there was always an underlying, um, you know, line of sadness for me. And and sometimes there still is, and sometimes I do feel like this. Um, And I think sometimes I definitely try and hide my sadness, and I don't think that's necessarily a healthy thing to do. And I think the hardest thing for getting over sadness and getting through it is to decide when you allow yourself to be sad and when you, you know, force yourself to be happy. Um, And so what I'd say is... You know if you're in this kind of state of a long period of sadness then allow yourself to be sad but don't let it define you you know and i think i don't know but i feel like this is what this is what i struggled with when i felt you know you know sad for a long period of time was oh like i feel very sad underneath so does that mean that i shouldn't project happiness even when i want to like no you you know you should be able to express all different emotions and don't define yourself by an emotion um you know, sometimes you do just feel a period of sadness and, you know, I, def- I, I basically get this in the winter, um, you know, seasonal kind of affected sadness or whatever you call it. Um, and I always do, you know, no matter why, I always feel much sadder in the winter and I think that's probably the case for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, I think sadness, you know, it, it can be seen as quite a negative emotion, it can be seen as quite, you know, maybe the, the least fun, I guess. And, you know, I think there's a big stigma of people being afraid to be upset and be sad because it shows that they're a boring person or whatnot. And I think, you know, there's a very different, you know, I think we tie a lot of emotions together. And I think the ones that get tied together are sadness and being negative and being down and being, you know, pessimistic. But I don't think that's necessarily the case because you can be a positive person and still get upset. And I feel a lot of pressure because I feel like I'm a very positive person. So when I get upset, I feel like I can't, you know, show anyone that and I still feel like that Um, when I get sad I don't usually talk about it. At this stage in my life I I feel sad a lot of the time but that's because I'm trying to get through things and I think also because of my past it's still there and you know most days I feel sad for, you know, at least a part of it, especially when I'm alone. When I'm with friends I don't usually feel sad but when I'm alone I always, you know, there's always an underlying feeling of sadness and maybe loneliness as well. Um, And I think, yeah, emotions do get tied together, so it's difficult to kind of pinpoint sadness exactly. But it's definitely a difficult one, and I think that for me anyway, because it's your own emotions, it's something that you have to work through by yourself, and it's something that you have to conquer. Which I think is probably the most difficult thing. Um, and you know, we get these kind of senses of, oh, I don't want to spoil the mood, I don't want to bring things down, this person's not going to want to hang out with me if I'm sad. And I have found that in the past, that people didn't want to hang out with me because I was sad. and you know what? I'd rather spend time by myself and and be sad than spend time with the wrong people and um, pretend to be happy. But, you know, I always try nowadays to... Because I know that there's no reason for me to be sad. It's just that underlying emotion. I always try to, you know, put on a happy face, I guess, and um, not pretend that I'm not sad, but just just allow myself to enjoy the moment and, and not be like, Oh my God, hi guys, I'm so happy, I'm having such a great day. But just to be like, you know I'm going to spend time with this person and I know they're going to cheer me up because I like spending time with them um and you know I think that for me a way to really conquer sadness and to conquer you know I think sometimes sadness can really come from you know it comes from many different things um for me I think it comes mostly from loneliness and from um unproductivity and just feeling bad about myself really Um, and feeling like you know I'm not moving forward I'm not changing I'm not growing I think that's where my sadness comes from because I like to see progression and I like to see change um so the way I really conquer this is um you know I don't spend a lot of time at home anymore which sounds bad and it's not like my family made me sad it's just the setting a lot of you know sad things have happened in this in my setting at home especially to do with like my past eating disorder and feeling depressed I guess I, I would always just spend time by myself in my bedroom and so being here just reminds me of that stuff Um, which is really difficult and I was talking to my friend Izzy about this the other day and she was saying you know you need to make happier memories in your house Um, so that's what I really want to try and do but it is difficult because you know I don't want to spend time here because there's so many associations of times when I felt sad and when I felt you know when I wasn't having a good time so yeah I've been spending a lot of time you know going to the gym and um, going to the library to study at the moment and spending time with friends in Brighton and you know doing stuff that makes me feel like I'm productive and I'm growing in myself and in my life and I do think that's really important you know because for me anyway I don't see the point of living this life if I'm not going to constantly try and improve myself and and try and change things and make the world a better place I don't feel like there's much point in me being here if not not in a, in a strange sense but you know I feel like I, I want to make my mark on the world and I want to you know be using every day to try and you know push myself and and um and make a positive change so yeah i feel like that was a bit of a tangent on the whole sadness but i think it's definitely linked with a lot of things and for me you know i think sadness is different things for different people um and the main thing i get sad about is usually past experiences um or or like that i'm not good enough or that, um, you know, I'm not making a change is kind of the main thing. And also, I get very insecure about people not liking me, you know. I spend time with, like, my closest friends and I s- sometimes I just get so upset and I'm like, oh, these people hate me. Like, you know, someone, I get very, ins- I guess I get very insecure about this and as a result it makes me sad. I think, oh my god, this person doesn't like me. Like, they don't want to hang around with me. They don't want to be my friend. And as a result, I get really upset when I know that they love me. But it's those insecurities pulling me back and making me upset so yeah that's kind of my take on sadness and yeah thank you so much Flo, for sharing that was awesome i really appreciated
0: it and thank you for sending it in um so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast um i hope you learned something from it or related to something in it and i will see you in the next exploring emotions episode goodbye oh my god this looks so inhumane and so extraordinarily
1: like a holocaust to gain, and oh, my words are failing me, but they're unstoppable, they make me sound insane and crazy.